evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacksmith's Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. And obviously, you might know who I am, innit? So, I, I, don't, just... I don't need to introduce myself, <laughs> innit? I think we yeah? just ignore him. Yeah. Like, no, I don't know who you are. This guy. If you don't know who I am, go listen to a previous episode and come back. Yeah? Yeah? As well. As, uh, I saw this meme once where <laughs> it said, oh, those SoundCloud artists that are like, <laughs> you know who it is. <laughs> We've had a request for a topic for us um, to talk about. Yes, shout out uh, Lewis. Lewis. Uh, and the colleagues from. Uh, Man like Lewis. Yeah. He's actually quite an interesting kid. He's got he's got lots of opinions and he knows how to articulate himself. So it's it's fun. It's fun working with him. Mm. So what did Lewis want want us to talk about today? Well, Lewis is a Caucasian young brother, <laughs> <laughs> and he. <laughs> He the wanted. way you came out so politic, <laughs> politically correct with that, yeah. He wanted to talk about uh, reverse racism. Is it possible for other races to be racist towards white people? Wait, b- b- before you go into that, you mm. know the terms white and Caucasian? Yeah. Is, is one better than the other? Is one like nicer I, than the I other? I don't actually know. I think one is a lot more politically correct than the other. If you oh, say Caucasian, Caucasian it's politically correct. If you say white, it's like, oh, what are you trying to say? Yeah. I feel like... Like when you use Caucasian, it's only when you're trying to like send for them. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's Caucasians like a, don't season their food. So like it's like when those undercover shirts um, when like black um, black people get angry. <laughs> that's, that's when they call white people Caucasians. <laughs> or when they're angry. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I guess it's, it can be almost likened to black or negro. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know. I just I I've never really known the difference. I just always. Presumed they're the same thing, and probably Caucasian is the more accurate yeah. name, and white is just. I feel like when I'm trying to be posh, that's when I use Caucasian. When it's like everyday things, right. white. Some random question, well, not random, thrown in. How do you guys feel about being called Negro, not nigger? <laughs> I don't well, have to beat that out to be honest. <laughs> By a white person, just yeah. <laughs> yeah do you know? Do you know? Because I think. Personally, I don't. Well, first, I don't know if I would, per se, be offended if a white person called me a. Anyway, just see it, see it. I don't know why. I, I don't know if I would be offended. I would obviously it would show who, what kind of person they yeah. are. But you know, I think in view of that, I don't know. If, I don't know how I would react to it. I don't know if I'd care enough to. React. Do you know? What, in all honesty, yeah. Uh, if a white person dropped that, I'll be so inclined to punch them up. <laughs> I'll be so inclined. Even if he's one hench done, like, to chuck a rock at him and keep on walking. I so- it's a principle of it. Literally. Yeah. I feel like when white people try and use the word Negro, it's like the watered-down version of the N-word. Well, that Negro is just black in Latin, isn't it? Yeah. And Spanish. Negro. Well, yeah, Negro. Spanish, yeah. Negro. That's the thing. I I know that I would, I'll, flip, I'll, I'll flip the script if someone called me a nigger, N word. But I don't know if. <laughs> What's the point? I don't I'll know. N word after you said it for <laughs> I don't know if, I was, if it will be the same case for Negro. That's what I was asking you guys. No, how but, you guys thought. No, 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 but, no, but Negro just seems that, that, uh, that much more demeaning. Because, like. Not to me. Because, because, like, when you watch those, like, slave movies and stuff, mm. or, like, the white slave owner's always calling his, his, his slaves Negro. No, but that's when they're being polite. Yeah. 
that's when he's being polite. Yes. That's when he's referring to them, you know, as Negroes or whatever. But the when, N-word is a lot more condescending. Yeah, exactly. When he's saying nigger, he, <laughs> why can't I say it? <laughs> why can't... Anyway, when he's saying that, it's a lot more derogatory. Yeah, but I feel like with nigger, you know that's... <laughs> it's for so dumb. Bitch, that... Peter's twitching. You'd listen to more grime rap. <laughs> yeah. So this is my problem. So more secular music. Just before you go into that, this is my problem because you've got these artists know that you know mostly it's you know they're trying to get to an international audience. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get to as many people as possible. Now, if if a white person's playing a Jay Z song or he's playing a, a you know a, a, a any of these songs, you know he is the target market. Mm-hmm. Is he supposed to stop when the the song inevitably nowadays will come up with the N word? Mate, sometimes there's more N word than actual words. Exactly. Fab, fab, um, there, there, was, um, there was this tune by by YG, and then I think like Nicki Minaj, Meek Mill, and like um, Lil Wayne wanted, and like part of the chorus was literally my nigga, my nigga, <laughs> and then again my nigga, my nigga. <laughs> so if, like, if that comes on in the club. Uh, are, are we supposed to, you know, are they supposed to go, nah, mm, nah, mm, or, or, or what? You know, like, and, and I think that... My kind of N-word! Remo- exactly, you know, it kind of, for me, it kind of removes the, it removes the power of, not the power of the word, but, you know, it, it makes it such that if everyone's, you know, if you're doing it such that everyone can say yeah. it, I can't take offence at yeah. that, if that makes sense. Oh. I feel, I don't know, I feel like, with black people, either no one should be allowed to say it or everyone should be, be allowed you know, to I say think, it. I think, yeah, um, from quick reflections, I might be wrong. There's almost like a perceived, don't top, there's almost like a perceived um, position of oppression, oppressor. Mm. So if someone who is seen to be in a position of the oppressed says it, it's a lot more acceptable than an oppressor mm. says it. Mm. So if um, whites in general are almost associated with oppressor, mm. irrespective of whatever class mm. or background you come from, you're always automatically assumed, uh, associated with oppressor. Mm. Um, I think it would be a lot worse if like, like an upper class or middle class white person said nigger mm. to a black person than it would be if like a lower class white person said it to a black person. But the my thing is, if you've got this like, this, this like <coughs> mentality of oppressor and oppressed, if I'm the oppressor, I don't care what the, what the oppressed think about me well, say, well, saying this. Like, in the same vein, I don't see, well, you know, that oppressed and oppressor, I, I completely see the analogy mm. and, and I can see its, its relation even today. But then my problem now is the oppressor, as you said, we've associated that with white so much. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons why like, I find it difficult to take offence at it is because I, I don't, don't, well, yeah, I don't identify as oppressed, mm. if that makes sense. I don't identify as, even though we know the history and I know, mm. I know the history, I know, um, you know they brought people over and I've got an Irish name so I know, you know, mm. Finn is not fancy in its original. Mm. I just don't see myself as oppressed. Mm. And and so I, I find it difficult to... I think what I might do, <laughs> in retrospect, if someone says, say nigger, is probably try and go them into swinging on me because I won't start if I... <laughs> by God, I'll finish it. <laughs> <laughs> and that is like, yeah, further on to the analogy, 
it's like if a Latino person says it, we're almost associating them in the oppressed category as well. Mm, mm, if mm. a Asian person says it, I think Asians we're almost pushing them up to. Uh, yeah, it's a bit weird when they say. It's a bit weird when they say. If if like um yeah, it's like there there's certain races mm. that we almost associate with the oppressed category. So we're like, oh cool, yeah, we cannot even like Chinese to mm. a degree. It's cool. Not to me, it's not. I've never heard of Chinese. No, like I've I've seen a lot of like American stuff where they're just free flow with it. Yeah. I think that's where where where, where it stems from. So, for, so it's like all the like the, the like gang stuff. Yeah, got, got the blacks, got the yeah. Latinos. Yeah, and so like all like all of much rest. Yeah. So it's it's interesting because I think um, I was listening to like a sort of debate on this as well, and they're talking about how people like uh, French Montana and Fat Joe mm-hmm. get away with saying I know even DJ Khaled mm-hmm. um, and it's like yeah as you're saying if you're kind of like Latino or mm-hmm. you know you kind of fit into the oppression yeah. and the, the, the reason this even stood out to me was because you know Puff Daddy's TV network or something Revolt TV mm-hmm. they were getting sued by two white former employees that said that they were racially discriminated against <laughs> it was just interesting to see that flip mm. where the white person is now coming and saying we were racially, racially discriminated against, mm. and there was Syrian Revolt TV for that. So it was just, it was just an interesting. I don't thing. think well, I don't really think that white people can be racially discriminated against. Why? Uh, uh, we're going to say something. Or, no, I was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. Um, because white people almost live in like. <laughs> in like a bubble. Yeah. White privilege bubble. So. So even if um, like black people are getting onto them, like they're not gonna get stopped by police because of the color of the skin. Pe- um, th- their life is just so much better outside of mm. of the situation here. Mm. That if someone wants to say <laughs> say something about your whiteness, okay, but like I like, stop by police. <laughs> life is just. <laughs> I seen Boondocks where it was like they're talking about the nigger moment mm-hmm. and then it was like two, the, the scene was initially two black people walk by it's written by a black person it's a satirical view of black, black culture two people walk by and then they have a shoulder budge you know and then it's like well they start shouting at each other whip out the gun start shooting at each other for no reason and they miss every shot they miss every shot they empty out clips and no one gets hurt and then the same situation happens with a black person and a white person and they walk past, and then they, they knock each other. And then the guy walks up, like, what are you going? And the other guy who turns around, he's about to get angry, he's like, wait, I'm white. I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> he just walks up. White people have a freedom that, yeah. um, that us black people don't have. <laughs> and, and, and I feel like that freedom means that they, they like almost have to take the abuse that they that's why I don't agree. And you, yeah, I think, yeah. I think that, that, again, is a generalisation, because I do see... Um, I think I think I think it's true that white privilege is such that they almost live in a bubble. Um, so the most that I've seen like white people almost discriminate amongst each other themselves is due to class. Mm. So an upper class will look kind of look down at a middle class, and then both of them will look down at a lower class, and then yeah, they. So that's mainly the difference that I kind of see um, 
So what I was gonna say was that, so I do I do see them living in the bubble in terms of race. But I was gonna say because they live in the bubble, don't you think when they do um, experience racism, it's such a shock to them because they've almost lived in a bubble against it for the most part of their life. No, but the thing is, um, I watched this thing. Um, there was this like. Um, Psychologist lady, mm-hmm. she's sick. Like, yeah, she's. Oh, oh, I think you don't know. Yeah, she's crazy. And then like, yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to talk about that one. She, she was like in this room, full of like mostly like all these white people, mm-hmm. and then um, she asked, um, I think she asked, would you want to be treated the way your black counterparts are treated? Mm-hmm. And like, no one put their hand up. So like, white people know what's um, uh, what's happened yeah, to black people, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then because it's not affecting them. But then you see the problem is, we we, we call them out on that. Uh, I think we call them out. We call that out where because it's not affecting them, they you know they don't mm. have to worry about it. But then we don't apply that same principle to ourselves. And how many things are we ignorant of because they don't affect us personally? Mm-hmm. And so we can't. Like I almost feel like it's unfair to. Why am I saying like I'm not white? I just I don't understand like I'm defending white. <laughs> it's like it's unfair to. What do you mean? Like, give an example. Well, to to even have the mentality, and not I'm not saying this is your mentality, but this is a a general kind of consensus mm. kind of feel where it's almost like white people need to take the racism almost because they have white privilege or they have you know they they're in a bubble against it or because mm. they even perpetrated it themselves at one point in time. Having an idea like that is because it's almost like well you kind of deserve it because your ancestors did it at some point. And I think another thing is, like, if you look at other oppressions in, like, modern history, like, if you look at, like, the Jews and, and, and like, what happened to them mm. because of Hitler, they got reparations for, like, what happened to them. Black people didn't get anything. So, like, we're free, but but we're free with, <laughs> with all these white people who have everything, still not wanting anything to do with us. So, like, where we are now, we've had to, like, kick and claw our way mm. to get to here. And even here, it's not even all that amazing. I think, I definitely think that we need to kind yeah, of make our way back. No, not reparations, but make our way back to the original question because we've almost turned it towards yeah. our, how we feel like we're being discriminated and feeling um, racism. But the question is, can white people... Um, be racial, be racially discriminated against. So, in answering that, <coughs> if I'm to answer that, because I work part time as a security guard, mm-hmm. I find I racially discriminate against white people. <laughs> so I find last time I caught myself doing this, a black guy came into the shop, and he was looking sketchy. Walked to the back to the meat place, and in my head, I caught myself praying. I was like, "Don't do this, man." Don't 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 make me have to mm. you know take it down. Like, if you just buy me exactly, he, I was, literally I was just praying like God, just let him be doing something. Okay, <laughs> like I was like I literally was like don't 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 do something that will make me have to you mm. know confront him. But then white people come in, and I'm just waiting for opportunities. <laughs> I, like I wish I brought the wood. I wish I brought the wood. I'm dead. I double. I triple dead. Pick up that leaf. Put it in your pocket. Walk out the door. Sometimes I'll see someone walk in. They're looking sketchy, and instead of sometimes you, you can just make your presence known mm. to deter the theft. I won't. I'll go and stand somewhere else where you can't see me, and I can see you. And I'm like, I wish I could. 
I wish this guy... And it's like, I catch myself doing that sometimes. And it's like, why do I do that? And I think it is racial discrimination, you know, and you, something to I would, I would even, It's because you're angry at the white people. No, I, 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 I would, I would, exactly, I don't have reason to be. But yeah, yeah you do. Slavery. I would go... I would assume that you almost want to counter the black narrative. Yes, yes. And a lot of the time, yeah, yeah. And if you want to counter the black narrative, I would argue that you're consciously or subconsciously aware of it, and so you're actively trying to work to counter it. Oh, yeah. Which means that... You That's are, a psychology degree coming out. You are um, aware and actively trying to work against the racism you feel in society. Oh yeah, yeah. A, a lot of my argument when it comes to, and we've probably had this argument before, mm-hmm. when it comes to racism and stuff like that, is it is a war of hearts and minds. Mm-hmm. It is a war of, it's so institutionalized and, and societal and, mm-hmm. and systemic that I don't think just being, you know, I, no, I think there's room for the protest and there's mm-hmm. room for the all of that, but I think there's also room for the individual mm-hmm. and the people around you. Mm-hmm. So I meet a police officer, he stops me. I'm not going to be exceedingly rude to him. Mm-hmm. I will call him out on his racism. I walk up on his racial prejudice. So I do see that. But I think the opposite of that is also true, is what you're saying is I also want to prove that not all bro- brothers or not all black people are going to shop and stick. I think what, what you're trying to do is not say that black people are bad. <laughs> no, you're not trying to say that white people, no, black people are as good as white people. It's, you're saying that white people are as black so, exactly. so th- as this is what I'm saying. that's why I'm saying the other side of this girl is I'm trying to maybe subconsciously I don't intentionally want to do this and I'm praying against this but yes I'm trying to prove that white people are just as bad and then when I get the opportunity mm-hmm. I'm trying to prove that good black people are also just as good so it's like it's the yeah. reason I mention it is because as Peter said like we have had a lot of discussions around race around racism mm-hmm. and um, Peter's pretty much been of the position of um, like, obviously, like rightfully so, racism is stupid. Um, it, and we can almost place so much emphasis on it mm. that we kind of make it the main issue and the main thing. Even within faith, we make faith about race. If Jesus white, was he black? Mm. Was he Latino? Was he Asian? Whatever. But it's a case of we we place so much emphasis on it that it becomes the main topic in the room or the elephant in the room where everyone's holding on different places and having different positions and stuff, mm. and. During our conversations, my conversations with Peter, anyways, it can almost come across as though um, Peter's oblivious to like racism and stuff, mm. and that's why I pointed it out mm. because for me, it's evident that was evident that it is something that he's actively trying to counter, mm. um, and he does say the, the way that he wants to counter racism is by. Um, working past the stereotype and almost being so good that you can't be ignored mm. um so it's like being so dope that you don't need to introduce yourself on the podcast Jeez. so um i'm getting there don't worry i'm getting there um so yeah that's that's why i mentioned it mm, because mm. even though peter has that mindset in terms of being so good you don't have to almost like being so good you can't be ignored Practically, Peter is still trying to show the flip side that white people are still bad, white people still do. It's not the right thing to do. It's not the right, but it, it, <laughs> it has it has affected him in a way that he's actively trying to do that. And the one thing that I will say in terms of from white people 
being racially discriminated. I think when a black person discriminates on a white person, as Robert said, it doesn't have the same impact as when a white person discriminates a black person. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we might, they might feel un- momentarily uncomfortable, they might have lost a job or whatever, but literally black people don't get jobs because they're black. Black people get turned down for interviews and stuff because they've got an African surname. They won't even get into in the first place because they've got an African yeah, surname. because they've got the African surname. <clears throat> As Peter rightly said, the racism is a lot more institutionalised and systemic. So the oppression that black people face might not necessarily be you're walking down the street and people are saying, nigger. It might not be that, but it's a case of, like, institution-wise... institution, institution, uh, institution wise, I typed in CEO in Google. Every single person that came up was white. Mm. The only black person that came up had the McDonald's sign behind him. Mm. I'm not trying to say that's less of an important of a role, oh. but McDonald's is almost associated with unhealthy food, mm. um, fat people, and to have that behind him was like, wow, like you just associated a black person's face with all this negativity. Mm. Um, I typed in... Um, Graduates, 90% of the pictures was white, and you had a token white black person in the handful of the pictures. Mm. I typed in, um, I've typed literally because I'm, um, as a photographer, I was actually looking at the images of black people online. So I, I literally just typed all of these into Google. I typed in portraiture. 99% of the pictures were white. Is that a word? Portraiture, yeah. Portrait photography is por- portraiture as a okay. genre. Creating portraits. It's, it is a word. Okay, I'm, I'm just asking. Okay, no, okay. <laughs> I typed in. <laughs> I don't know that question was a shock. No, 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 even I'm just asking is that a word. Coming from the guy that always makes up words and we check it. That's why I'm asking you. Maybe I rubbed off on you guys, isn't it? I typed in um, <laughs> portraits of black people. Mm. Mate, we're still white people. <laughs> Literally, it was still white people. But they tried to make it black and white. That, that makes any difference. Alright, so, so the thing is, the problem is, what we're, and, and I've been doing a lot of um, research on this recently as well, is what we're not realising is how technology is becoming racist. Not because technology inherently is, but because the people that... Behind programming. Yeah. They, their racial prejudices mm-hmm. come into... The algorithms and the stuff that they're mm-hmm. they're building. So even with like now, now it's not so much you know, um, it's not so much like like I, I think I shared this story on the, on the podcast before. When my dad went for a job, he done a telephone interview, everything, uh, sent in his CV. He goes for the job. The receptionist sees him, sees that he's a black man, and says, "Oh no, sorry, we've already given the job away to one Mister Finn." He's like, "Oh, to so Mister Finn. Oh, okay, cool." Um, Mr. John Finn it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah shows her his passport and it's like, it's him it's like, oh, um, let me just go and speak to the manager like, oh no, it wasn't Mr. Finn, it was someone else and it was literally like, he lost the job because he went in there and he was a black guy even though he was fully qualified for it and would have got it it's not so much that sort of racism anymore. Mm-hmm. now, you know, there's so many algorithms that we're putting, you know um, in, into searches and stuff companies go to monster.com or whatever and they're looking for names and you look at like a African name and the algorithm, which has so much data available to it, will look at 
all other connotations, and I'm simplifying this, but look at all other connotations of this African name, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And you more often than not, like if I take a name like, not even African, but a typical black name like Shaniqua. That's not a typical black name. <laughs> you know, it will look at all other connotations of Shaniqua. Mm -hmm. okay? And all other uh, contexts within which it will come up would be, I don't know, twerking, jail, drinking, you know, <laughs> said twerking. <laughs> that you won't get that many Shaniquas that are CEOs. Mm -hmm. that so the algorithm will filter that name into that pile, if that makes sense. Mm. And you automatically get a bad rating, not because of anything you've done, but because of the, the data that yes. is available. And there's so much data that we don't know how to intelligently search through. So even our technology is becoming mm -hmm. a bit um, racist. And, and, and it's, uh, it's something that we need to, and again, I go back to, we need to individually, actively change that. Mm. You know, like, it shouldn't be that, you know, I don't know if this is the case, but it shouldn't be that a uh, the profiles and stuff that we put online document us doing stupidity when other people are not doing that. that mm. you know, they, they know better than to do that. that but you know what, yeah? White people... <laughs> it's going to sound a bit mad. But the silliness black people do... Mm. If you know, if you look at the silliness that the, the like white people do and compare it to the silliness black people do... I, I, I almost feel like the silliness white people do is like so much worse. How so? Fam, why can do some crazy things, you know? Black. Look, I've come across some Dagmarine videos. I think they're called Dagmarine yeah. videos. Um, uh, of, you know, like people in the club and shout out Jamaicans, but... <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Shout out Jamaicans, oh my god. Bro, I'm not feeling the peer right now. I'm not on it. I'm not on it. I'm sorry, I have to probably because probably because my Instagram feed is Marvel Comics and Black People. So it's like, you know when you go into search, like luckily I know how to like say I don't want to see anything of this anymore, but it's Oh you can do that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh that saved my life. Oh my god, I need to do that. I need to do that. Mate. But anyway. Guy is like stick thin guy. He's on the ground. Some big woman's on on the speaker. He jumps. He has on his crutch, and she's like, eh, "That's why I don't know what to." Hey, bro, like, the best ones are when they put like WWE commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the ones I saw. Those are the ones I saw. And I'm like, I don't see why people do that. Fam. But you see why people putting like honey on their nuts and then walking around bees and stuff, just getting stung. I'm just like, it's a video. From one guy went to. Just on, like nothing on TV. Just something that was on Facebook. One guy went to his friend's house, yeah, <laughs> and pooped inside his kettle. <laughs> oh my god! And he said it was banter. <laughs> oh my god! Do you know what? Yeah, I even see white privilege in the perspective of um, impractical jokers. Mm. Dude, can you see a group of black people yeah. doing impractical yeah. jokers and not ending up in jail? I'll talk to my brother. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Like, fair enough. literally, first episode, thing done. Shut down. <laughs> them not in jail. Done. <laughs> and um, even going back to, like, the work setting, that, uh, like, you're talking, talking um, before about um, how if a white person gets dis uh, may, might, might get discriminated against and they get fired... Mm. That, that that white person can go to any news outlet mm. and that so that person that fired them will get fired. Mm. Just like that. E even if they were 
um, justified for doing it. And then you can look at stuff like um, like hair standards within in a workplace. Right. Okay. Like yeah. It, yeah. you see babies rocking their natural hair. Even guys rocking natural hair yeah. Yeah. is seen as messy. Yeah. Yeah. If if it's not that like European standard of of like sleek and mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so so that again, those things, and again, you know, it is systematic and it, and it is quite obvious. But it's a it's a matter of education. It really is a matter of education because for them to for people to think, you know, growing their hair out is messy, is only because for so long we you know girls haven't grown their hairs out, and so the, it's the standard which was developed has been okay, it's flat and it's permanent, it's whatever. Mm. But then it's a matter of education, it's letting them know that actually that was you know, us treating our hair to do that. That's not really necessarily the natural way it grows. Mm. And once you educate people, more often than not, and, and the thing we have to realise as well is people that genuinely believe they are better than you because of the colour of their skin are now the minority. I, I truly believe that. I, don't think I, agree. I truly believe the I way that the Puritans back in the day used to say, you know, the white, oh, not the Puritans, but, you know, people used to say the white man is closer to God and stuff mm. like that. That mentality, I have, to, I have to believe that that's gone. Do you know what? I, I would almost tweak it slightly for my, for not saying you have to take this, I'll tweak it slightly to say, yes, they believe that um, us inherently being better mm. is diminishing but still the recognition of privilege or the experience or the enjoyment of the privilege hasn't diminished. Oh no, so the, 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 when we're talking about the privilege, I think that's a different discussion because mm -hmm. in the same way as I shouldn't be held accountable for you know, whatever the statistics say about black men being in jail mm. I shouldn't be held to those statistics I don't think white people should be held to the privilege that they may have now because of the racism and, and the things that their ancestors, which mm. they contributed not to, um, have afforded them, mm. if that makes sense. We all have to go and pay the house prices that we pay now, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not paying more because I'm black as a white person will pay more. But however, it's, it's, however, it's, <laughs> however, you know, maybe more white people have the opportunity to own houses that they inherit because of their ancestors. Or even, you know, or even, it's easier for a white person to get a loan than it is for no. work. No. You see, I don't believe that because now it's about credit histories. And when the credit history comes, they're not necessarily looking at... No, they're not necessarily looking at my... They're not looking at my face. I don't even have to go to the place to go and have a credit history check. They will look at my expenses. Yes, you can determine from expenses. And again, that's where these algorithms come in. You can determine maybe he's buying a lot of rice. He's Chinese. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But again, there there's certain things in place, especially when it comes to money. Greed is more powerful than racism, if I will say that. So people are looking more to make money than they care about about your race. That's why you've got millionaire, you know, um, basketball players and millionaire football players that are black. Because it's no longer it's not so much now about race as it is. Whereas back in the day they wouldn't get the opportunity to play. They play in the college league or whatever. Now they're allowed to play with everyone and they're giving the money for it accordingly. Again, you have to be smart about it and you know, you've got people like Floyd Mayweather that's like, well, you know, I'm not going to join any big corporation where I'm signing checks for someone, I'm gonna own the money myself. And that was him, you know, using his using his brain and mm. you know, taking those steps. But his being black didn't stop him from you know, where money was involved, 
people are more happy to make money off you, whether you're black or white. And that's that's why I'm I'm saying that. But now, what I'm saying about the white privilege, what I'm saying about white privilege is, um, I I don't think it's fair to hold people you know um, accountable for privilege that they might enjoy, based on things that they've done nothing to. Um, they've done nothing to acquire that privilege. If that makes sense, like they they've done nothing to do that. Or, or <laughs> no, 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 literally, literally. By, my face has changed right now. Yeah, by being born with a silver spoon in my mouth is not my fault. It's not your fault. Yeah. But what you do with that silver spoon... And that's, that's, what I'm saying, that's why I'm saying white privilege is a different conversation mm-hmm. in the sense of that is true, but I don't... I'm not, you know, I can't, hold your, I can't hold you at fault for being born with a silver spoon in your mm-hmm. mouth. What I am saying, and, and this is where we, we went from, is people that genuinely believe I am better than you, because of the colour of my skin, have to be in the minority right now. Yeah. That's, that's, that's that the point I was trying to make mm-hmm. in the sense of that mentality, and that was the mentality back then, so that people would even preach that the white man is closer to God and you being black, you're closer to the devil. That mentality... The man needs to get punished up. That mentality has to have gone by now. I can't live... Oh, I, I'm living. I'm not going to kill myself. But I can't, I can't imagine that... People that actually think like that are the majority now. I can't remember mm, that. I think I've met, the people I've met at least don't demonstrate that at all. Maybe not openly. Do you generally think people think they're better than you by virtue of the colour of their skin? I think today? people people definitely think they're better than this person or better than that person. Not predominantly based on the colour of their skin, but due to like um, accolades, everything else, everything acquisitions. Else. You know what, yeah? Um, I've seen... I've seen like these articles where um, there was, I think it was a white girl and a black girl. They they applied for I think it was Cambridge or something, mm. and then the black girl got in and and then the white girl didn't. And then the white girl was was almost complaining because they let her in because she was black, and so they're doing it to fill almost like fill a quota. So so here's the thing. Here's here's where black privilege comes. No 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 no. So 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 like in that situation. Like, you think that they're the minority mm. until you do something to hurt them, and well, that's when well, the truth but is that comes fair? out. Is that fair, though? Let me ask you, is that fair? I don't see it as black privilege. And it might just be me having an obscure... No, but she could have, like, fully gotten it because, because of she's got the grades. Da, 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 da. Oh, no, no, she could have. But I'm saying, let's, let's build a hypothetical where we know that some people do this nowadays. We know it's PR. You need to have the token black person in the picture. Mm-hmm. You know, like literally, if they yeah, are, yeah. you know, if not, you're racist, so you have to do it. Now, my question is, is that fair? Where some people are getting up, and this is what I mean by black privilege. And it's it's a it's a very twisted way of thinking, mm-hmm. but it's it's how I see it almost in that to some extent, there is or there are like, you know, it's it's far and, and few, but there are instances where it's like, well, we need to kind of fill our black quota. So let's bring in a black person, and, and you know you might get some situations where the person doesn't actually deserve to be there, but they mm-hmm. are there. Is that fair? Do you know what? I see that as a form of oppression. All right. Yeah. And the reason I see that as a form of oppression is because it's almost like this person hasn't met the quota. Mm. We will let him in. Mm. So firstly, he's going to he or she's going to struggle when mm. they're in mm. because they can't meet. The standard and requirement we have, we want them to meet, mm. or 
this person has made the quota. There's somebody else who's equally as matched, but we need an Aluafemi or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we're going to let him in. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they come in, they're almost, whatever position, they're almost just struck with a glass ceiling. Mm. So it's like you've entered into this prestigious university or institute based on the merit that you're black. Mm-hmm. In both points, it's, just, it's to fill up a quota. Mm-hmm. So you're black. You're, you've entered into it. But as you're in it and you see this as a great opportunity, you've just been hit with a glass ceiling that you're like, now I'm having to work twice as hard to prove myself to be able to go past it. And there's no real guarantee or assurance that you will go past it. To graduate and then potentially go to a, go to a job interview and then have one Sally May, who is underqualified or whatever, still get that job in, instead of you. And so it's like I almost see it as and it might not happen in every situation situation might be different but I almost see it as a reiterance of there's always that limit above you there's always that place you can't quite reach that itch that you can't quite scratch so so this this is my problem with where we start to try and fill quotas. We start. We start to try and fill quotas. Ooh. Where it's like, oh, there's not enough women in the workplace. So we need to bring in more, more women. Oh, there's not enough black people in the workplace. So we need to bring in more black people. I think, and this goes back to why I think, prove yourself by, or, or you know, be, be so good that you can't be ignored. But then the thing is, like, you could be the best, but there'll always be that little thing in the back of their mind that. He's um that should, should 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 I pick the black guy or should I pick the woman because we need more women or we need more black guys so so like it's almost like unless you're a white male throughout your life you'll never get it. like it's it's it'll always be questionable whether you got that position because you're the best person for the position or whether it's because see see I, I don't this is the thing this is this is my problem with it if. I think, and you know, I think it, it sounds, it sounds grandiose or whatever. But if you work hard, if you have to work twice as hard to prove whatever, if you have to work twice as hard to get the same reward as someone else who has to work less, if that's the way it is, why not work twice as hard? Because eventually, I believe that pays off. You've worked twice as hard. You've got uh, half as far you have that experience, if not anything. Why can't you, why, why wouldn't that pay off? And I think that does pay off in the sense of you've now built even a, a, a discipline or a culture or a mentality of working twice as hard. When you don't have to, you're still working twice as hard. You're, you're making twice as much. I think, I don't think that works in real world. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I do think it does because if, if, if it I comes down to... I think that's for the, no, if, for if the, for the minority. Like, it, if it comes down to like a technology job nowadays where they're looking for the best coders, they're looking for the best coders. They're not necessarily looking for, you know, if, if you're working in code, you're, you're sitting behind the computer anyway. People don't really care about you. They want black people for the sales team. They don't care about you. If I code something that is efficient, that is good, that is better, they're going to take me, regardless of race, because they want the best coders, because that's what makes the best money. But coding is different from other jobs where aesthetics is as is it's part of yes, what they're wanting yes, you. Yes, yes. But then at the same time, an ugly white girl is not going to get a job that a beautiful black girl will do if they're looking for beautiful people. Mm-hmm. And this, this, and this, this, <laughs> is, the thing, yeah? this is the thing, because 
Because being a photographer, mm. I can tell you that commercially, unfortunately, the white face sells a bit more than the black face. Okay. And also... Even if the, the black girls are painting. And, but, and also, it's like, now they're moving more towards um, diversity and like uni- uniformity or whatever. Mm. It, or conformity, not uniformity. Mm. Um, more than likely, they'll pick the mixed race person. As a middle ground. As a middle ground. <laughs> so, and there's a case of literally, like, I've, I've seen and heard of adverts where they're like, we're looking for a Caucasian male this height with this specific eye colour, with this build. I've seen, seen this. I've seen adverts like that for black people as well. I've seen I've, I've seen, seen, I've seen and, yeah. and, it's, it's, and they're like, with black people, they don't want any black people, they want the light-skinned black people. No, 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 no. Unless it's specifically for, to, to like, try and promote the whole dark beauty thing. And it's like, um, oh, I've forgotten the point. No, yeah, so, I, and plus, mate, contouring does wonders, you know. Contouring on Photoshop does wonders. And contouring is from the devil for Like, That's so, you, you, you can get one hideous looking mm. buck tooth white girl, sorry, I don't, I don't believe there's many of you out there. No. I'm recording right now, okay? Yeah, so you can get one of them. Slap makeup on them, yeah? Mm. Make them look like a painting. Two, two pictures, baby wipe, you're gone. Yeah. So, yeah, and... um, So I still still do see... um, Having taken pictures and portraiture and stuff like that myself, I've definitely recognised that the white face looks very different on camera from the black face. And also, in terms of no. trying to market... You don't believe so? In terms of trying to market and get clients, mm. unfortunately, the white face seems to be more appealing than the black face. So, it, it's almost a case of... I, again, I could be wrong. I, there could be photographers out there who predominantly have black people faces on their on their websites and stuff and they're still getting an influx of white clients being like I love the way you shot this person I love the way you shot that person um, in my experience this is what I have seen um, where I more readily will get like a black person or person of colour saying yo let's let's do something I've seen the way you've done this this list this looks good um, than a white person. It could be the way that I'm marketing myself, it could be the people who's around me, mm. but just in terms of the visual looks and stuff and aesthetics, I definitely see a clear distinction. Um, I, again, I, I think I would have to reiterate the initial point to the initial question. Yes, white people can be racially discriminated against, um, but I think black people don't hold a level of societal power to make any major effect or impact on that white person's life. We're still uh, trying to deal with our own yeah. social discrimination. And it's a case of, yes, there is discrimination within the black race, there's discrimination within the white, within the Asian, there's discrimination within every race when it comes to like subcultures and stuff. Yeah. But in terms of institutionalising stuff, um, the Caucasians tend to enjoy... <laughs> A, <laughs> they tend to enjoy a greater level of privilege so it's very easy for like a white person to go to Africa and be accepted than a black person to go to a predominantly white area and be accepted very easy 
I've seen white photographers go into like the, um, jungles and stuff in Africa and they've been received relatively well. Even the lives respect them better. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> try, try, try be a black person and go to deep South America talking about, um, I'm an antique collector. So I'm going to rummage through your outback house to see if you've got any antiques. I'll pay you for it. You will get shot and they will keep your money. <laughs> but th- there's literally antique road sh- None. Uh, there's an antique show on Dave where there's two white guys and they literally just go out into people's play- uh, houses and stuff and pick at their old stuff and pay them for it. And I'm like, generally black people can't do that. Yeah. So, so my, my thing is, uh, I think I think we should run that. I think we've... we've, we've hit a few points that's true that's true and I completely agree I would have even said it more crudely in the sense of white people can be discriminated against I'm still dealing with my discrimination I can't care about that (laughs) but I think at the same time in as much as there are these there there are legitimate walls and glass ceilings Mm -hmm. in as much as those things are there and we're aware of them I think it's important that we actively recognise that and for that change our efforts accordingly if you want to move on in in this environment and in this atmosphere, and you're you know you you've been put in a more viscous let, let's let's create a like a, a let, let me illustrate this with like a swimming pool, and there's normal water here, white people are swimming in normal water, you're swimming in honey, so you're not going to get as far as easily if you're both swimming the same. Mm-hmm. At, the, at present times, what your situation is, is you're in honey. Mm-hmm. You have to swim harder. Swim harder and get out of the honey. It's possible. That's what I believe. Swim harder, get out of the honey. Don't be like what I tend to start seeing people doing is just, just standing still complaining mm-hmm. about other people in water and not doing anything about mm-hmm. the situation. Yeah. Don't sit there and do nothing. Yeah, I, I it's see not that as an fair, issue. Yeah. but it is how it is for now. Mm-hmm. You know, And I think if we if we... You know, we would have to go through that, or we would have to suffer, so that those coming behind don't. Mm. You know, and you know, it's sorry. I, I, um, I definitely agree. I definitely don't condone like ethnic minorities kind of standing still or standing in a place of not progressing mm-hmm. and just complaining. Um, well, our ancestors were slaves. You owe us money. No, mm-hmm. um, legally the money is theirs. It's the, it's morally right to to get reprobations. But they're not, like, currently, they're not legally bound to give us any money. And we can't expect them to, to be forced to give us any money. We would like that to happen. It would be morally right. But again, when the money comes, who's it going to go to? How are we going to divide? Whatever. That's totally different. We're not the nicest yeah. to ourselves either. <laughs> that's, that's a totally different podcast. Um, I, the issue that I see, especially coming back to your analogy, and I know analogies can be picked. Um, picked at different ways and stuff so I'm not trying to do that I'm trying to further analogy just show different things it's like when swimming in water obviously you don't need as much effort as much energy or whatever mm-hmm. and those who are coming after you are going to follow on from where you finished off so the whole your whole lineage is almost benefiting from swimming in water yeah. and ha- yeah. where you've gone yeah. and we're struggling in, in the honey mm-hmm. so we're not going as far and we're having to work twice as hard to get mm-hmm. anywhere decent mm-hmm. And then those coming after us are struggling as much as that. It is it, That is the reality in terms of we are swimming in honey. It's not right. And I think that's what we're kind of screaming about. And that it's not right that we're swimming in the honey. It completely isn't. And mm-hmm. um, it's, it's almost like we're not saying we want the exact same things that you have or whatever. But it's like it's almost 
I think, and this is why I think a lot of black people now are starting to move away from being employers mm -hmm. and own it and starting to build things for themselves employees. and being employees, employees build things yeah. for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I think we're not even that focused on being employees. We're rather focused on establishing stuff for ourselves. Exactly. Where, and for me, that's what I mean. Mm. That's what I mean in, in the emphasis I'm swimming through, honey, if I, if I work, 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 I'm suffering to get through it. It makes the honey behind me a little bit less viscous for those coming. Yes, they still have to face it, but eventually, and you have to, you kind of have to do that. It kind of has to be incremental and, and we have to keep fighting. I have to do my bit. The person coming after me has to do their bit. Eventually, we'll get out of it. And that's why, so like, and again, maybe another form of racial discrimination. I will much sooner go to like a black shop if I see one mm. than I would a white one. It's supporting your own. Exactly. And, and, and you know, know, it's, you're seeing this being racist. It's, it's unfortunate. It is racism. It I, don't, is. I don't believe it is because it's um, Asians keep everything within the family. Yeah. They support each other and they've been able to go a lot further with, with almost less help. And mm -hmm. I don't necessarily see it as racism per se because they were in a, in a similar situation. Yeah. And they've kind of done what you're saying and they've almost banded together. Yeah. And it's, it's, the question now is, all right, now that you're in this position of privilege, how are you then helping other communities around you having yeah. known that? I want to also mention on the podcast that I do understand, I, do, I am aware that there are different groups within the Caucasian category, like the Irish, who were discriminated against mm -hmm. by others. Mm -hmm. And they were almost lumped up in the same category as black. So there'll be like no Irish, no blacks, no dogs mm -hmm. in like hotels and stuff back in the day. So it's not a case of there's no discrimination um, within itself. Some Caucasian groups face as much discrimination as as other ethnic minorities based on their heritage or where they're from. Yeah. Um, and ah, oh, the last thing I wanted to say. Um, I forgot. It's cool. <laughs> I think my closing comment would be, you know, as unfair as life might be for black people, like this adversity has allowed us to create so many amazing things. If you like, if if you look musically, like we 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 created jazz, we created rock and roll, we created hip hop, and it, yeah, like just because of all the suffering. We've, 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 like, we've had to find ways to express ourselves and as, as much as there's a lot of bad there's like so much good that's come out of it as well and I think it's it's not good to forget that mm. um, yes I just remember what I was going to say sorry so this would be my closing statement um, it's almost two part one I agree that currently we do have to work twice as hard um, my qualm is um, that's not right. That's not. It's 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 not it's not like sulking or anything because um, these guys will tell you when it comes to everything that I'm passionate about. I, I put in work. I put in like sleepless nights. I put in hours in actually making sure that I hone my crafts and I do what I need to do. Um, and it's part and parcel of having the passion. We're going to put in the work. Um, I feel like it's not fair that we're almost required to put in that much of amount of work to be recognised in the first place um, but unfortunately this is a situation we're in um, we need to as a, as a as a people group 
come together and figure out how to almost overcome this, whether it's supporting ourselves, whether it's making a statement, whether it's uh, protesting, whatever. It could be a combination of all of them. Um, but seeing how we're actually going to move past it. And secondly, we're not, we're in no way, shape or form advertising or advocating for segregation or um, like a, almost like a separatist... Um, I can speak for myself now. Separatist sort of mindset. Um, prime example is the whole Black Life Movement um, Black Life Matters movement. It's not saying all other lives don't matter, but it's saying we need to recognise the, the value of every race for all lives to truly matter. So in discussions like this, we're not trying to elevate one race above the other or diminish other races. We're trying to say let let all humans come together and work together as a people group, laying aside privileges, laying aside stuff that might have been afforded to us through generations of oppression or whatever, and let's work together to make a better society for everyone. My closing statement would be, in Christ, there's no Jew, no gender. This is it. There's no male, no female. Most or all of our problems, believe it or not, will be solved in Christ. Mm. Um, and so my little racism a little white discrimination. God is dealing with it. I pray God deals with those that would basically discriminate against me. Or at least let them swing on the side. When they swing, holler me. Easy. <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. Um, drop us a comment on, on, on like what you guys think about this whole, this yes, whole sir. conversation. Shout out, Lewis. Thank you for the... Thank you for Shout the, out, Lewis. Don't know. Kind of fairly interesting. It did. Stay, stay strong in your whiteness. <laughs> stay woke. <laughs> Never sleep. <laughs> anyway, um, shout out to partners around for the intro and outro music. Yeah. Calvin Turner for the ordinary Mason logo. Yeah, yeah. You can find us on soundcloud.com forward slash the Blacksmith's Furnace. No apostrophe. Find us on all good podcasting websites and apps. Search for the Blacksmith's Furnace with an apostrophe. Um, the Twitter at the Furnace UK. You can email us at tbsfurnace at hotmail.com. Um, reverb is happening this week, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, 4th of April. 4th of April. Done wrong. Box Park Croydon. Box Park Croydon. From 7 till about 9. Um, so you've got um, the London's Young People's Laureate, Caleb Femi, and we've got a Sumter. To adult poets, um, we've got six open mic slots um, to be filled on a night. So if you come and you wanna drop some verses, do your thing. Um, obviously, you've got, the, again. you've got the writers and scribes crew all gonna be there. It's that baby's birthday today, you know. Yeah, it's that baby's birthday. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, it is, it is. I was gonna show you. A, I was gonna show you a picture. I don't to see any more pictures of her. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Can I just ask, uh, listeners that listen to us on iTunes, if you could like just leave a review on uh, iTunes as well. Um, it goes a long way. Uh, yeah, it really, really does help out uh, with just getting the podcast out. You know, so, yeah, it helps. All right, SoundCloud as well. Drop a comment. Get, get in touch. Yeah, yeah. Really to All right, and I guess this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blah! Hello.